Howdy, everybody. I'm Corbin Gregg. And I'm Kate Galliford. On today's episode of Retrospect, we welcome Jill Rice, copy editor for the Fordham Observer, onto the podcast to talk about the season of Lent and her experience as a Catholic student at Fordham. This is Retrospect, the official podcast of the Fordham Observer. Joining us now is copy editor for the Fordham Observer, Jill Rice. Jill, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. So today we're going to be talking about the season of Lent and Lent at Fordham, as well as kind of Catholic life at Fordham and that culture. But first, to get the ball rolling, we'd love to start off just hearing a little bit about your religious background to kind of get a sense of your relationship with Catholicism. So um, I am a cradle Catholic, so I was baptized like a month after I was born and I've gone to the same church at home since birth and I continued going to church when I came to college which I think is kind of different from a lot of other Fordham people like for a lot of kids at Fordham it's like your parents take you to church through middle school through high school and then you get to college you have freedom and then you say okay I'm done with that but I did not do that usually I go to the church next door, St. Paul's. Uh, I was in the choir up until COVID happened, but we have been doing some like virtual choir stuff, which is really fun. That's been my home base in New York. I still have not actually been to the chapel in Lowenstein or the university church, which is kind of surprising, but I have been to 30 something churches in Manhattan. Did Catholicism and Fordham being a Jesuit university or Catholic University influence your decision to come to Fordham at all? So Fordham being a Catholic school did influence my decision somewhat, but not fully. So when I was choosing colleges, most of the colleges that I looked at were Catholic and half of them were like public schools. So it was kind of like I could find a Catholic group on a campus that wasn't actually Catholic and I would be fine. I mean, it was it was a good thing. I'm in the American Catholic Studies concentration now and that's a lot of fun learning about Catholicism uh, having a good time with those classes. How involved would you say you are with on-campus religious life or activities like are you involved with campus ministry or anything or is it more off-campus like would you say you have a relationship with Catholicism at Fordham? Not especially um, when one of my friends was in campus ministry I did a little bit like I would go to events I guess but that was a while ago most of my church affiliation in New York is with St. Paul's and there are a couple of Fordham people there but it's not like the Fordham students at St. Paul's it's like me and a bunch of random adults and then like a couple Fordham students. Is there any like particular reason for that? I think I guess that I found St. Paul's first and so the mass that I would go to at St. Paul's was at 515 the mass that was at Fordham was at six o'clock and so there was no way that I could go to both so I ended up developing the relationship there at St. Paul's and then just end up not going so it's just like an overlap thing that I am more comfortable going to St. Paul's I I mean I would go to Fordham I just haven't yet also kind of going into that kind of related would be whether you feel there's like a strong Catholic culture on campus either in the classroom or how being Catholic has influenced your overall Fordham experience. 
uh, as a practicing Catholic, as opposed to a lapsed Catholic or ex-Catholic, I do feel kind of like in the minority, <laughs> even though it is a Catholic school. You know, there's McShane, there's all the signs on the outside that are like, we're a Catholic school. We talk about Jesus and pure personalis. We like people and we want to care about them. But I think you can see some of that like secularly, but it's not really in a, a religious sense of pure personalis. In my Catholic studies class last semester, there was, I don't know, there were a bunch of people in the class and most of the class was either not Catholic or ex-Catholic. And I was like, you decided to join Catholic studies for a reason. So I'm just like, I'm kind of interested to find out what the reasoning would be, like why people would join a concentration, which is the same number of classes as a minor, if you're not actually in the faith or you have specifically left it. So I'm, I don't know what the answer is to that, but I think that that's interesting and kind of exemplary of Fordham's relationship to Catholic students is that Fordham's Catholic students are on, for the most part, ex-Catholic students, which is an interesting dynamic. Yeah, I mean, I would say that they're like the Christmas, Easter sort of Catholics. Would you saying this now have surprised you, like going back before you came to Fordham? Would you have expected more of a Catholic culture? And do you think that it's necessarily a bad or good thing in how that's affected your like experience at Fordham? If I had told myself back in high school that I would be going to a Catholic school that's not really Catholic, I would have been very surprised just because my middle school, fourth through eighth grade, I went to, we all went to daily mass. And so we had religion every day. We had daily mass on top of that. And it was just a whole lot of religion. I think that everyone in my class is now an ex-Catholic. And my high school was also an all-girls school. We went to mass every month, and then it's just a whole different culture here. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that it's bad though. Like it's just a different place. Like if I wanted to go to a extremely Catholic school, then I would have chosen, you know, Franciscan or Christendom or something because those are those are places that are known for being really, really Catholic. But I was looking for a school that had my major and a school in New York. And you're not really going to find that like super duper Catholic. Everyone gets married in their junior year of college and like half the other people become priests and nuns. You're not going to find that in a city. And I wanted to be in the city. So it's good to be here. And it's it's not a bad thing. It's just a different way of living. Right. Because I was going to follow up and just say, because you mentioned like people you went to Catholic school with have lapsed since then. I was looking at like some demographic stuff and there is kind of a high Catholic population at Lincoln Center. For spring 2020, it was 30.5% of all Lincoln Center students. And I think if I was in a survey, I would click Catholic, but it's also one of those things where like I would describe myself as lapsed Catholic. So I feel like that's the case for a lot of Lincoln Center students. Has that made it at all difficult to hold on to your faith and keep a strong relationship with Catholicism? So I am really close with my mom. And so we talk about this sort of thing. So that's been really nice. So like, even though I don't talk necessarily to friends at Fordham about religious stuff and Catholicism, I do have some friends from high school who are still like practicing Catholics. And I have my 
dear mother that I that I can talk to you about this stuff and about your comment about the 30% we've been talking in some of my classes about how there's like cultural Catholicism and there's practiced I guess but there's a definite like cultural Catholicism which would be especially within the Italian Irish Hispanic communities where there are a lot of people who are raised Catholic who it's always been a part of their lives like Hispanic Catholics know of Our Lady of Guadalupe and that's like a big deal to their family but it might be more not so much a religious experience than a, a cultural connection to their family and home and everything. I am not a Hispanic Catholic, so I can't speak to that. But from what I've read about that sort of thing is that you sort of experience a cultural connection to your heritage rather than a cultural connection specifically to the church and practiced religion. Turning more specifically to the topic of Lent, that's the time of year that we're in right now, right? So for any lapsed Catholics in the audience who may have forgotten or anybody who just doesn't know, could you kind of explain the significance of Lent, what it means to Catholics, what the importance of it is going into future holidays? Lent is a season in the Catholic Church. Uh, we have a bunch of seasons within the year. So you have Advent and then you have ordinary time and you have Lent and Easter. Christmas that's not in order and so Lent is a time of penitence it's the 40 days leading up to Easter it begins on Ash Wednesday which we had a week ago two weeks ago so it's sort of a time of reflection and atonement the three main things that are like what you're supposed to focus on in Lent are prayer fasting and almsgiving so the three things mean that you should be Praying more during Lent. Fasting can mean giving up bad habits, giving up foods that you really enjoy, like giving up something for the greater good, for like offering it up for the suffering of something else. And then almsgiving is giving to the poor, giving to someone who needs help, stuff like that. It leads up to Easter. So the 40 days of Lent reflect the 40 days that Jesus spent in the desert being tempted by the devil. He went without food and water, according to the Bible. That's sort of the history of it. Lent culminates in the week leading up to Easter. The three days before Easter are the Holy Triduum. And it's Holy Thursday, Good Friday, Holy Saturday, leading up to Sunday. So Holy Thursday is a celebration of the Last Supper. So that's when you have like the washing of the feet. Pope Francis has washed the feet of homeless people in Rome, which has never, which was never a thing before. Like they would always, I think, I guess they would wash like the feet of cardinals or something like that. So other high level people in the church, but Pope Francis decided to go out to the streets and just like pick people up, which was kind of the point of Holy Thursday is I am someone else's servant as opposed to they all serve me. And then Good Friday is the day that Jesus died on the cross. So on Holy Friday, no mass is said. It's a service instead of a mass because Jesus is dead and gone. So there's no celebration of the breaking of the bread or anything like that. Holy Saturday is sort of a resting day. And then that night is Easter Vigil because the vigil is the day before the eve. And Easter Vigil is when new candidates are brought into the church. So that's when people who have been studying to join the church, that's when people will be baptized to receive First Communion and get confirmed if they're like adults. 
Lent is a pretty solemn time in the Catholic Church and like the days leading up to Easter are a very solemn time, obviously. And if there are people, I don't know how true this is for any Fordham students, but I can imagine that just given the emotional difficulty of the times, there might be people who are seeking to kind of reconnect with their faith or reestablish ties with the community, even if it's something like virtually, if people choose to go to mass virtually. And if there's ever a right time for that, or if in your opinion, any time can be the right time. And if you'd encourage people and students who are thinking about it to just dive back into it and reach out and see if they find solace in religious community, not even for Catholic students, I guess for any student. Um, Definitely. Like you said, I think any time is good, but I do think that especially now, number one, with the coronavirus and just everything going on, and number two, the season of Lent is all about fasting. It's all about a lack of something. And so often with the pandemic, there's a lack of connection with people. With fasting, you have a lack of something else. And so I would definitely encourage even just watching a mass online because all the churches are doing virtual stuff right now. And I find that with the readings and everything, because the church has readings that everyone hears throughout the world in their own language all on the same day. So there's never like one priest chooses, oh, you know, I want to talk about Matthew 6 right now. And then the other priest says, no, I want to talk about John 5. Like everyone will talk about Luke 3 on this specific day, which is nice with the universality. So I find that especially with the readings during Lent, they're all kind of focusing on how we lack certain things and how like we can find solace in God and things like that. And so I definitely think that right now would be a great time to, if if you are thinking of going back to the church or back to any church or religious community, if you're thinking of going back to any religious community, now would be a great time for it just because there's a lot of uncertainty in the world. And I find that that kind of grounds me as just a human being. So I feel like I have some sort of purpose and some sort of you know, place to fall back on if, if I'm feeling really stressed and stuff like that. So yes, I would encourage even watching online, not to plug it, but St. Paul's does live stream their daily mass at 1210 every day. You can find it on their Facebook page. Fordham also does it. I think that's definitely an interesting thing to reflect on, especially as we've all been kind of distanced and isolated and dealing with things as they go. We do a lot of things through Zoom. But it's interesting to think that uh, everybody who listens to a Catholic church service is experiencing the same thing at the same time, right? But to kind of wrap up here and end this Lent-themed episode, did you give anything up for Lent or do you have any final thoughts? For Lent, I've decided to do some more praying just because I feel like with the pandemic and my schedules being off, I just haven't really gotten around to fitting that into my schedule. So I'm trying to do that more. And I'm also trying to go to daily mass a couple times a week. And I'm also decreasing my social media use. I want people to know that I am not trying to be rude about people being lapsed Catholics at Fordham. I just think it's kind of funny. Um, I would not say that it is bad. I would just say that it is different from what I had expected when I came to college, but it's definitely given me a better perspective on just my faith and what I believe because I'm sort of challenged. And so I have to really decide why 
I'm doing what I'm doing and I am faced with differing opinions all the time, which is good for me. Thank you so much for coming on. This was a great conversation. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. This has been Retrospect. Thank you again to Jill for coming and sharing her experiences as a Catholic college student, as well as chatting with us a little bit more about Lent. We'd also like to take a moment to remind all our listeners that it's more important than ever to follow all health and safety guidelines related to COVID-19. Wear a mask, practice social distancing, and work to maintain the health of your fellow students and community. Until next time, I'm Kate Galliford. And I'm Corbin Gregg. As always, stay safe, be well, and we will be back again next week with a brand new episode.